Okay, for this episode of the Collector Car Podcast, I will review all of the interesting cars coming to the Arizona auctions, including for RM Sotheby's as well as Barrett Jackson. And I will highlight some of the more interesting cars that did and did not sell from Meekum's Kissimmee auction, which just finished up. Now stay tuned for this, as I guessed correctly, six of the eight cars in which I reviewed. Okay, this is a call out to my listeners. I do not have a lot of sponsors for this podcast on purpose because I don't want to waste your time with products I am not crazy about. Well, I do have two that I am crazy about. The first one is LLC TLC. This is where you can save money on your car registration. Every year, you can set up a Montana LLC and pay no sales tax on your vehicle purchases, which is really amazing. Now, you can also permanently register your classic cars in Montana to avoid any annual renewal fees. And as your registered agent, LLC TLC will handle everything for you so you never have to step foot in Montana to take advantage of this incredible offer. Now, as a listener of this podcast, they are offering 30% off your entire package. Now, to get this, simply go to llctlc.com slash classic or mention this podcast when you call them directly. My other big sponsor of this podcast is Euro Classics out of Dayton, Ohio. Now, that's Euro Classic with an x.com if you want to reach them in person you can reach them at 937-299-1311 now this is where i get all of the work done on my porsche i just had uh, my gto in there my mustang's been in there it is the place to go if you want awesome service at an extremely competitive price so when you go there just ask for dale and tell him that i sent you Okay, let's kick it off with the RM Sotheby's Arizona cars. There's a lot of great offerings here. I am only going to focus on a few, but as you can see, really, really great stuff. I'm not even touching on the fact that there's two second generation Ford GTs here. There's a 2018 and 2021. It would be very interesting to see how those differ in final results. So let's get started here. The first car I'm focusing on for RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale is this is this 2015 Porsche 918 Spider? Now the estimate on this one is 1.9 to 2.2 million dollars. Now this is number 834 of only 918 produced. Scarcely used and uniquely specified, displaying just 2,095 miles at the time of cataloging. Look at this beautiful interior, black, white with a red dash and looks like red seat inserts. Extravagantly finished in white with matching roof over custom tailored leather to sample garnet red and Bianca Lita upholstery with garnet red piping. Really attractive interior. Desirably equipped with front axle lift system, carbon fiber interior package, carbon fiber style floor mats with silver piping, glare reduction package, home link, and extended charging cable. Now, this one is fully wrapped in paint protection film. These have been pretty hot lately, especially when you factor in the world record price that was set recently at RM Sotheby's, the white collection sale, where one hit almost $4 million. Now that one was paint to sample, pretty much white with, I think it was yachting blue interior with less than 300 miles on it. So it was in the wrapper from the factory. So this one has just over 2000 miles. This one should bring a pretty strong number. Next for RM Sotheby's Arizona sales is 1938 Mercedes-Benz 540K Special Roadster. Now the estimate on this one is 1.75 to 2.25 million dollars. Now this one is being offered without a reserve. It is offered from the Open Touring Collection, the famed potent supercharged 540K in the most desirable Special Roadster style is what we have here. Exceptionally restored with superb coachwork by master craftsman Cass Naraki. Now beautiful colors and 
presentation throughout. You can see it's a dark maroon with tan interior. Now this one has quite uh, a nice pedigree from a show perspective. Best to show the th 2013 Forest Grove Concord Elegance in Oregon. Most glamorous car at the 2014, uh, let's see, Concord in El Dorado Hills, California. Stunning example from Mercedes-Benz pre-war era. All right, the next car for RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale is this 1987 Porsche 959 Comfort. Now, the estimate on this one is $1.7 to $1.85 million. These have done well in the marketplace recently. Now, Porsche's engineering marvel developed for the fearsome World Rally Championship Group B class homologation. This is the 121st of only 207 standard production comfort examples built. Now, this one benefits from a nearly $60,000 of mechanical servicing and cosmetic detailing com completed since May of 2023, including upgrades to Canapa's 959 SC coilover suspension system, which is a pretty big deal for these cars. Now this one retains number matching 2.85 liter twin turbocharged engine. Turbo cut-in valve was finished in the stellar color combination of guards red over special order black leather upholstery. This is a well-documented, well-maintained, and tastefully specified turnkey 959 available at RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale. Okay, the next example is going a little old school for RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale, this 1965 Aston Martin DB5 Coupe. The estimate on this one is $750,000 to $900,000. This is one of 193 left-hand drive examples built, retains matching number engine, which has been upgraded to the more powerful 4.2 liter specification. Great color combinations on this one, correctly finished in one of the model's most definitive color schemes, silver birch over red. Featured in the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can. Short, short chain of custody, including a four-decade period of fastidious care by a successful fashion photographer. Now, this benefits from nearly 40 years of consistent service attention by Pennsylvania-based marquee specialist, Steel Wings. Beautiful car. If you remember, the James Bond 007 version was silver birch with black interior. This is by far one of the most iconic cars out there. Okay, the next offering for RM Sotheby Scottsdale sale is this iconic 1989 Lamborghini Countach 25th anniversary. This will be a very interesting one to watch because of the record sale of the Wolf from Wall Street example that happened a few weeks ago. It'll be interesting to see if that price impacts this. The estimate on this one is $450,000 to $550,000. Offered out of 24 years of careful ownership by enthusiast Mark McCluskey with a recent service completed by Lamborghini specialist Evans Automotive Repair of Columbus, Ohio. The most advanced iteration of the legendary Countach featuring improvements developed by the great Horatio Pagani, displaying just under 10,000 miles at cataloging and documented with 2001 through 2023 service invoices, including engine out service and Kevlar clutch fitment in 2015. Finished in striking Rosso over Champagne, desirably equipped with Eurospec front bumpers and accompanied by American marker bumper. So this one has the more attractive bumpers on it, but you get the ugly ones for free. Uh, stunning car. This is one that Haggerty picked for one of their cars to watch in 2024. I am very interested in the results. 
All right, the next car I found interesting from RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale is a recreation. Now, this is a 1932 Alfa Romeo 8C 2300 Monza recreated by Persang. I find this one fascinating because if this were a real car, it would be worth many, many millions of dollars and you wouldn't want to drive it. But this one has been recreated to be pretty much exact like the original, yet you don't feel bad about driving it. The estimate on this one is dollars to $500,000. This one is offered without a reserve. Now this was built from the ground up with old world craftsmanship and techniques. Impressive assembly from hand beaten panels and purpose fabricated parts. Offers all of the performance and driving enjoyment of an authentic Monza at a fraction of the investment. Like I just said, incredible. So you notice that this one has the Alfa Romeo badging, but it also has Ferrari on the side because this would have been one of the cars that Ferrari would have driven or raced in period when he was racing Alfa Romeos. So you put the Ferrari team logo on it. The next offering for the RM Sotheby Scottsdale sale is this 2008 Mercedes-Benz SLR McLaren Roadster. Estimate on this one is $375,000 to $475,000. This is the road-going result of the two-time F1 championship-winning partnership between Mercedes-Benz, AMG, and McLaren. One of 670 SLR McLaren Roadsters produced from 2006 through 2008. It is powered by a 5.4-liter supercharged V8 engine capable of 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds. Now, this one is just showing under 8,000 miles at the time of cataloging. Finished in crystal Laurite silver over Silver Arrow 300SL red leather upholstery. So again, great color combination, silver and red. Now this one is accompanied by owner's manual, service invoices, car, love, car cover with bag, convertible top bag, Mercedes-Benz SLR trickle charger, and toolkit with air compressor. I've always thought these were absolutely stunning. A little underappreciated, if you ask me. Uh, just beautiful. It does have a long snout, but I think it pulls it off. It has the exhaust that comes out of right behind the front wheel, which I think is super cool. Incredible engine, great performance. This is one of the cars that Jay Leno has mentioned he can take to up over 200 miles an hour without any issue whatsoever. Now, I believe he was talking about the coupe version, not necessarily the Roadster version. Next up is another Mercedes for RM Sotheby's Scottsdale auction. Now I picked this one, a 2009 Mercedes-Benz SL65 AMG Black Series. Now the estimate on this one is 275 to 375. It is offered without reserve, one of just 350 examples produced. I think this is underrated, even with that big price tag. I think these will go nowhere but up in the future as they are super rare. They're high-performance Mercedes-Benz AMG cars. This one is finished in black over black, and it's powered by the 6-liter twin-turbocharged V12 engine, treated to over $41,000 in work from noted Prince tuning company Rentec, boosting output to a reported 800 horsepower and 1,000 feet of torque, tastefully enhanced with gloss black exterior trim, carbon fiber interior fitments, and yellow brake calipers. Now this one is capable of zero to 60 in 3.8 seconds, and it is electronically limited to a 199 miles per hour top speed. Get them while you can. The next offering for RM Sotheby Scottsdale is this 2013 McLaren 12C bespoke Project 8 Spider. This thing is pretty wild looking. If you're not watching online, it is white with red interior, black and red wheels with a red insert to the side air dam. 
Now the estimate on this one is 125 to 150, which sounds pretty cheap to me. It's offered without a reserve. It is one of the most unique and striking examples of the model, fully specified through McLaren Special Operations in unique livery and options. Now this one's interesting because it was designed to match the color scheme of both the original owner's McLaren F1, <laughs> so he had a white and red McLaren F1, and his MP4 12C coupe. The Spider was finished in pearl white elite paint with full leather interior in two-tone white and red, stitched with Harissa red, front splitter, engine cover, side intake, wheel arches, diffuser, steering wheel, personalized sill panels, and seat backs, all in car red carbon fiber, tinted to match, branded floor mats, and ceramic brakes with naturally red calipers. Even the key fob was finished in the bespoke Project 8 livery down to the use of red carbon fiber. So that's pretty cool. 125 to 150 seems like a pretty decent price for this car. And the last car I'm going to cover for RM Sotheby's Scottsdale sale that I find interesting is this 1939 American Bantam Roadster. Now the estimate on this one's twenty-five dollars to $35,000 offered without reserve. Super cute, it looks like a kid's toy. Red and white, absolutely beautiful. Typically, anything that is a low price point at RM Sotheby's larger auctions will over exceed high estimate. Uh, let's see, this is a delightful American micro car with British roots. Charming red and white over white color combination. An affordable, economical, and attractive, and attractive automobile offered just as the Great Depression was taking hold. This was the idea behind American Austin, which began producing cars based on the successful British market Austin 7 in 1930. On paper, it made perfect sense, but the concept failed to find footing with the American public. By 1935, the Butler, Pennsylvania-based concern was defunct. So super cute, didn't last for very long, has to be as slow as molasses, but boy, is this a cute car. Okay, before I cover the Barrett-Jackson cars that are coming up for offer in Scottsdale, I do wanna review some of the cars that were sold at Mecham's Kissimmee sale. Now, I wanted to bring these up because it's pretty interesting and I know the history of quite a few of these cars. Now, as I record this, this is January the 6th, so these cars have not sold yet. I'm gonna do my best guess on what they will or will not sell for. And then I will update this before this post. So the Thursday that you listen to this, I will have just updated it with the results to see how accurate I really was. So this is again for Kissimmee. Uh, Mecham has some pretty big hitters here and I'm gonna start with the biggest. This is a uh, 1966 Ford GT40, one of the road cars, one of 30, absolutely stunning, absolutely beautiful. This is the headliner for their sale. Now I find this thing very, very interesting. It's very beautiful, super high dollar. Now, if I had to guess what this would sell for, I would have to say it's in the seven to $9 million range just because they're so rare, they're Ford GT40s. And it will be interesting to see if this does sell. Now Mecham does not give estimates on most of their really, really high dollar cars. So I don't have something in which to gauge the success of this on. I'm gonna guess that this is going to no sale Honestly, I don't think that this will sell in this environment right now at such a high price, but we will see. Mecham is very good at selling Shelby's and the like, so let's see. Okay, Mecham update for this 1966 Ford GT40. I called an estimate between seven and nine million dollars, and I thought it would not sell. It did hammer for 6.3 million dollars when you add the 10% 
uh, buyer's commission. That's $6.93 million. It did sell. So this is one of the ones I actually got wrong. All right, next is another really big car. This is a 1967 Ferrari 275 Nart Spider. Now they only made 10 of these and this is a beautiful silver with tan interior. I would not have taken one of these Nart Spiders to Meekum because they're not known for selling Ferraris at record prices. But it's my understanding that they actually own this car. And so this is one I don't think will sell either. Um, I think that this one might show up again in a year or so. Um, I don't think it will sell in Meekum. Now there is always a chance that they bought it knowing that they had a buyer lined up. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, in my mind, if you are going to purchase a car at such a high dollar point as this, you would not want to purchase it until you already had a deal pretty much in place for its sale. So this one will be very interesting to see if it sells. I'm going to predict that it will not sell at Kissimmee. Okay, for this really rare Nart Spider, I stated that I did not think it would sell, and it did not. The bid goes on at $23.5 million. I wonder how correct that is, because, you know, the auction house is allowed to chandelier bid it up close to the reserve. So my guesstimation would be the reserve would have been $24 million. I just don't think these cars are worth that amount. I would have guessed it would have sold for around $18 million. All right, next. Now these next four cars I know very well. These are from the Rick Grant collection. Now these, this is the third time that they've been offered and they've already no-sailed twice. So the first one is this 1967 Ferrari 2GTB 4Cam. And it's a beautiful black with tan interior or dark, kind of dark tan interior. Now the story on this one is that when it was in Rick Grant's collection, it was red with black interior. It did not sell at Kissimmee last year and they redid it since then to its original black with, they call it kind of an orange interior. It's one of, I believe, four with that color combination, which was a smart move to do so, uh, but it did not sell at Monterey this last year and now it's for sale again at Kissimmee. I think if it was going to bring the money, it would have brought the money at Monterey. So I find it hard to believe it's going to sell in Kissimmee, but we will see. I'm gonna call this one as another no sale uh, for Kissimmee. Meekum update, the Ferrari 275 GTB 4Cam did not sell. The bid goes on at $2.8 million. So I called this one correct. All right, the next one is another Rick Grant car. This is a 1959 BMW 507 Roadster. Uh, really cool, kind of a dark reddish color, not quite maroon with tan interior. Great color combination. This one does not have the original engine, which is very rare for these cars as it's an aluminum blocked engine. Uh, really, really cool car. This was one of my favorite cars in the Rick Grant collection. Again, this one did not sell at Kissimmee last year. It did not sell at Monterey last year. I would be very surprised if it sold at at Kissimmee this year. I'm going to call it as a no sale. Meekum update for the 1959 BMW 507 Roadster. I stated that this one would not sell and it did not. The bid goes on at $1.4 million. All right, the next one is another Rick Grant car. Now this one's a 1959 Porsche 718 RSK center seat. Uh, this one I'm going to call as a no sale again. This one was a no sale in Kissimmee last year. It was, I think it, yeah, it was offered in Monterey. It was a no sale. And then I'm gonna call it as a no sale again. They only made a handful of these, I think six or so. Uh, this is one of the very few cars that could either have, you can make it as a center seater or a two seater. Uh, very, very cool car, but the, the audience base for this is very, very, very small. 
So I'm going to call this one as another no sale. All right, for the Mecham update, this Porsche 718 RSK did not sell and it is available for direct purchase only. All right, the last one we'll cover from the Rick Grant collection is this 1965 Shelby 289 Cobra. Now this one did show as being sold at Kissimmee last year for $880,000. It's my understanding that Mecham actually bought it for himself. Don't know if that's true or not, but here it is again with uh, even more aggressive uh, estimate. I think the estimate was one to $1.1 million, I wanna say. So in one year to, you know, to say that this thing has gone up $200,000, $300,000, I don't think it's realistic considering the environment today. So I'm going to call this one, if it sells, it's going to sell under low estimate. Uh, they're very good at selling uh, Shelby's and such, uh, but I, you know, I almost want to call this one a no sale, but I'll, I'll call it just under a low estimate. It will hammer as sold. All right, Mecham update for the 1965 Shelby 289 Cobra. I stated that it would sell under estimate and I was correct. It hammered sold all in at $962,000. All right, this next one I just find extremely interesting. This is a 2008 Chevrolet Corvette, but it's one of the C6 RS Pratt & Miller cars. I think they only made 11 of these, and this might be the only yellow one. Um, carbon fiber body, very, very rare, high performance engine, all sorts of mods done to this. It's kind of considered a factory modified car, which is why they're pretty rare. Um, I can't remember the estimate on this one, but they typically trade in the $350,000 range. If you want a C6, the ultimate C6, this is definitely it. Beautiful, beautiful car. All right, for a Mecham update, I did not make a guess on this incredible Corvette, uh, but it did not sell. The bid goes on at $270,000 as the high bid. All right, next is a 1965 GT350. I picked this one just because I'm curious. Last year at Indianapolis, they had three of these cars and none of them sold, which really surprised me because usually Mecham's very good at selling Shelby's, as I said. So I'm curious to see uh, what this one brings. I'm gonna project that it's a no sale, probably around $400,000. It should be a $450,000 car. Uh, so we will see how this one does. Okay, here's another one I did not get correct. The 1965 Shelby GT350 Fastback. This one did sell for $550,000. I guess that it would sell under estimate or not sell. I actually know the owner of this car, and if I knew it was his car, I would have said it would have sold. It's one of the most pristine restorations I have ever seen on any Mustang or any Shelby. And the last one is this Tucker. I just picked the Tucker because you rarely ever see these cars come to, come to auction. Uh, this one is one of four or one of six that's in black with tan interior. Uh, really cool cars, truly ahead of their time when they were built. Uh, I think the estimate was pretty high on this one, like 1.5 to 1.7, something like that. Um, I'm going to say this is going to sell, and I'll say it's going to sell mid-estimate because um, you just don't see them often. So if you want one, you better get it while you can. For the last Mecham update, I did call this correct. The 1948 Tucker 48 did sell. It sold for $1.87 million. Like I stated, if you're gonna buy one, you need to get one when you can because they didn't make too many of them. Okay, for Bear Jackson, I just picked some cars I thought were pretty interesting. I mean, there's just so many Resta Mods, 57 Chevys, C1 Corvette, C2 Corvettes. It's kind of hard to dig into it. I mean, when I was looking at the docket, there must have been 100 C2 Corvettes. There must have been 157 
Chevys. It was just really, really crazy. I like those types of cars, but it's hard for me to dig into them because they don't give estimates. And then with the rest of the mods, they're all customized so much. You really have to dig into them to know what they're worth. I picked this one, a 1952 Chevrolet 3100 custom pickup, uh, dark maroon with really wicked wheels. I think it has a tan interior. Just really, really well done. Um, I'm not going to track this to see what they sell for. I just know these are hot right now, and I thought this was a very well done one. This is the kind of, if I got one of these rest of my pickup trucks, this is what I would go after. This one has an LS2 inside. Just absolutely stunning, beautiful car. The next one's a 1953 Resto Mod Corvette, but this one's done by the guys on Bitchin' Rides. That's, I was drawing a blank there. So Ken Diggett, this is a car that he did. Very, very cool. Huge wheels. It's almost like a dark, dark purple uh, with white interior and or like a very light, light gray interior. Really attractive looking. Uh, very, very cool car. Um, all the Resto Mods are quite the market. Usually they sell for three fifty dollars to $400,000. Now, a possible bargain at, at uh, Bear Jackson is this. This is a Porsche, 1955 Porsche 356 Speedster. Um, I say it could be a bargain just because these aren't their bread and butter. So if you go there and you're looking for something out of the norm, you don't want a hot rod, you don't want a resto mod, you don't want an American muscle car, you know, could be, uh, could be a nice little steal because there's not a lot of folks looking for European cars at Barrett Jackson. All right, the next one I'll have to pull out here is a 1958 Custom Corvette. Another Resto Mod, but this one was absolutely stunning. Very beautiful. It's white. It has the uh, silver side cove. It has beautiful wheels uh, with low-profile redline tires with a red interior. I just thought this one was very tastefully done. Uh, right up my uh, taste. You know, it aligns with my taste, which is why I picked it. Very, very cool car. It has a smaller steering wheel. As you know, the factory steering wheels were so large, it basically would rub on your legs. All right, next I have a 1965 Ford Mustang Hypo Fast, or I'm sorry, convertible. Just interested in this one a little bit. I find it interesting because not only is it your classic red, uh, red convertible with white interior, white wall tires, but it has a Paxson supercharger installed. Now that is not from the factory. Now that could be a factory option, but in order for it to actually add value to the car, you would want to see dealer work, dealer paperwork. And then after this, I have a 1965 Super Performance Mark III Roadster. Now it's called the Italian Job. I don't quite remember why, but it's a pretty wicked looking Roadster. It has racing stripes that mimic the Italian flag. Uh, beautiful, beautiful setup. I thought this was a really cool and interesting car at Barrett-Jackson. Uh, two more to go. 1966 Pontiac GTO custom convertible. This one I found interesting because not only is it a custom convertible, but it is an EV custom convertible. So this one is powered by uh, the engine EV motors out of a Tesla. And to me, I just, it's kind of crazy. I would not want this car. It looks like they definitely had to butcher the front end of the car, the frame, in order to get it in there. Uh, not for my taste, uh, but I'm curious to see what this one does because it is, um, is an EV. So it's talking to kind of that next generation of car collector. And finally, I've got a Ferrari. Not a lot of Ferraris at the Bear Jackson sale. This one kind of makes sense. So this is uh, a 2015 Ferrari La Ferrari. It's kind of a light beige color, which I don't care for. But this one was originally owned by Sammy Hagar, and he's the one that is actually selling it. So whereas I don't think the Ferrari is Bear Jackson's bread and butter, they, the folks that go to Bear Jackson, they are Sammy Hagar fans. <laughs> so I think this is a good place 
if you're going to sell a LaFerrari uh, that's owned by Sammy Hagar, I think Barrett Jackson is a great place to do so. So as always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.